Hi friends, Gerald Law here. Welcome to the Love Lake Norman podcast. Love Lake Norman is a church in Cornelius, North Carolina, whose mission is to help people find and follow Jesus. You're about to hear a message that will be helpful and hopeful. Our goal is to encourage you to take the next step in your faith. Wherever you are, we want you to know that God has a plan and a purpose for you. Thanks for spending time with us today. We hope you enjoy this message. Well, happy Mother's Day. We want to uh, we want to thank our moms first of all for all that they do. We also recognize a few things. We have a lot of non-traditional moms in our lives too, like really special women who've taken on amazing roles to take care of us. Uh, so for all who who have given a mother's love, we want to honor you today. We also know some of us have experienced loss of those moms and women, and, and this day can be also painful. We just want to say that we see you. Not only all of you incredible traditional moms and all that you do, but also moms that have lost children, those of you who've lost a mother, maybe those of you who long to be mothers and aren't right now, moms who have difficult relationships with their children, also those who've decided for various reasons not to be mothers and those who can't. To all of you, we want to say we see you and we want to say welcome to this church, Love Lake Norman. I'll say this, there's nothing that draws us to try out prayer more than having a child or like being a mom or a dad or being involved in a child's life. There are people who have been like atheists who have started to pray because of their kids. Like, God, I don't believe you're really there, but I need some help. All of us also are super busy in our lives. I don't have to tell you that with your job, with your kids, with your house, with your, your sports and yard work and travel and even church. If you're a church going person, these are the things that can fill up our schedules. Our lives are, are busy. And if you're like most people, when it comes to the spiritual part of your life, one of the first things to go during busy seasons is prayer. Now, whether you're someone who prays or not, Prayers all around us, it's all over the place. There are teams that sometimes pray the Lord's Prayer before a game. There are political arguments about prayer in schools. We've heard our whole lives. Athletes thank God on TV during interviews, which really is like praying. You see people praying before dinner at restaurants out in in, uh, the public sometimes. Maybe you see that and you think it's weird, or maybe you are one of those praying people or families. Wherever you are when it comes to prayer, there's a lot of mystery around it. What happens when you pray? How does it work? When is it okay to pray for your own success? And what what about the times where my prayers have gone unanswered? All of those questions we're going to crack wide open and talk about at church over the next few weeks in a new series called Too Busy Not to Pray. But today I want to back up and I want to simply ask the question, why pray? Why pray at all? There's two things I wanna tell you today. One of them comes from a set of verses the Apostle Paul wrote as he was trying to answer that very question, why pray? This is a pretty famous verse. It could very well be like on a magnet on your refrigerator right now, but I believe Paul was thinking about this. He was probably thinking, you know, being a Christian and not praying is kind of like expecting the grass to grow without watering it. It's, it's kind of like driving your car without gas in it and expecting it to run. And so he said it like, this. He said in the book of Philippians chapter four, do not be anxious about anything. Don't be anxious about anything. Now, let me stop there and just ask a question. Does anyone live in a life where you think that's just not possible? 
I, I'm too busy, I have too much going on, and there's too much to worry about. So many of us live in a place where it seems like, that's impossible, Paul, like don't be anxious about anything. But here's what he says, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And then he says this, the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Uh, another question, how many of you would like to experience more peace in your life? It, it is possible. You don't have to live with constant worry and anxiety. Paul's saying, this isn't just a formula. This isn't just empty routine prayer. This isn't just empty religion. This is actually real. God is actually real. And one of the ways that he shows us that he's real is by offering us and giving us his peace. And there will always be things we can worry about, right? Our, our marriage, our kids, our finances, your job. If you're a student, you're, you're worrying about school maybe or where you're gonna go next year or, or whatever. The miraculous thing about a God who wants a relationship through prayer is that he will help you worry about those things. And eventually, he can take the worry into his capable hands and replace it with a peace that you can't figure it out. Paul says, a peace that transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I've been through hard things in my life at times, and sometimes I've had other people ask, how are you making it? Like, like, how can you walk through it like you are? And my only answer is God and his peace. Doesn't make sense, does it? This is beyond science. It's beyond really comprehension, but it's real. Paul's saying that when you pray, you're connecting yourself to this unexplainable, mysterious, hard to understand, but very real peace. When you connect yourself to God in this way, you're opening yourself up to a more peace-filled life. And I gotta ask, like, who doesn't want that? A more peace-filled life? Sign me up for that. Why pray? The first answer is this, an unexplainable peace. An unexplainable peace. There's a second answer to that question too, why pray, that I wanna share, and it's found in this story that Jesus told about a woman and a judge because Jesus, too, was trying to answer this question for his followers, why pray? And so here's how Jesus decides to answer it. It says in Luke chapter 18 that Jesus told his disciples a parable to show them how they should always pray and not give up. He said, in a certain town, there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared about what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. So you got this judge who doesn't, he doesn't care about anybody or anyone. He doesn't care about God. He only apparently cares about himself. And there's a widow in the community. I think it's so cool that Jesus puts this widow into his story. There's a widow in the community who keeps coming at the judge because apparently somebody was being awful to her. Somebody had done something bad to her. We have no idea what, but she kept coming to the judge and she kept saying, I need justice. I need you to help me against this person? Will you make wrong things right? Will you give me justice? And so it says this about the judge, for some time he refused. But finally he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet 
because this widow keeps bothering me, I will see that she gets justice so that she won't even come in attack me. Her, her persistence with this guy pays off. He says, I'll get her justice because I need to get her off of my back. Now we read this story and we tend to think, oh, okay, I get it. Jesus is saying the judge is God and the persistent widow is us. No, that's not what he's saying. Look at how Jesus finishes this story. It says that the Lord said, Jesus said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice and get it quickly. In, in this story, we're, we're not like the widow having to beg and prod and plead to even get noticed. And, uh, and, and do we think that God is like the selfish judge, right, who doesn't care and just wants us to get, him off his, uh, get us off his back? No, that's not what Jesus, what Jesus was saying. He's saying if you can get even a self-centered and hateful judge's attention through persistence, how much more will the God who loves you as his own child listen to you? And not only will he listen, he's going to answer because God isn't like the judge who holds everything back and has to be begged to provide anything. My kids have always loved basketball. And I remember one Christmas when the kids were little finding this massive hot shot basketball game at a store, probably like Walmart or Target. And it was like eight feet tall and it had two goals side by side instead of one so that you could play against each other. And they loved basketball, but they would have never even thought to ask for something like that. But I found it and I bought it and I had to put it together. And I remember late one night on Christmas Eve, putting it together in our house and hoping that they wouldn't wake up while I was clanging around downstairs with this thing. And I couldn't wait for them to see it. And I think, honestly, I was more excited about this than they were. And when they found it, they were so excited the next morning. It just reminds me that, that God wants to give his children good things too. God wants to give his children good things. He delights in it. He's like that kind of father. Why pray? Not, not only because of the possibility of unexplainable peace, a peace that passes all understanding when you pray, it's also because God is a generous God. He, he's like the best parent in the world. All of you moms and, and women who are loving kids with a, a mom's love and you dads too who love your children so well and delight in giving them good things, you know what that's like. Well, that's what God is like. In fact, when your heart is full of love and, and hope for your children, you know, when you feel that way, that is only a whisper compared to God's amazing love for you, his child. That's just a glimmer. It's just like a shadow what we feel, a small, small taste, a foretaste of what is to come compared to God's amazing love for you. And prayer is the way that we experience that. It's the pathway. It's the conduit for God's peace and his generosity. Why pray? Because you can have unexplainable peace and because God's a generous God. So over the next few weeks, we're going to continue talking about this and why we really are too busy when it feels like we're too busy to pray. It actually is more true that we're, it's, it's too busy, like we're too busy not to pray. 
But today, to, to close this, I wanna give a prayer to those of us who are doubtful uh, about prayer, to those who are doubtful about God, because you're invited into this too. You're invited to follow God and bring what you have to the table, and what you have right now might just be a lot of doubt, and that's okay. But can I give you a prayer to pray, and can I challenge you to pray it, even if you don't believe, even if you're struggling to make sense of this? It's a prayer for the doubtful, and it goes like this. God, I don't know if you're there, but if you are, would you make yourself known to me? Now, um, if you're going to pray that prayer, you, you have to also commit to opening your eyes and opening your heart and paying attention. So, so I would say this, don't do it. Don't pray it if you're not ready to do that. Like, don't pray this prayer if you're not ready to, to have open eyes, open heart, and pay attention and see if God won't show up in your life. God, I don't know if you're there, but if you are, would you make yourself known to me? Would you pray that prayer today? But, but I would also say this, don't do it. Again, don't pray that prayer if you're not willing to see your whole life change. If you're not willing to see life change, because I believe that this is a prayer that God will honor, that he will make himself known, that he's doing that in your life right now, and that if you open up to him through prayer, you will begin to see God as he really is, a loving and generous Father. So with that in mind, let's pray. And I want to pray that prayer for you right now, and you can join me in this. God, if this is where you are. God, I don't know if you're there, but if you're there, would you make yourself known to me? And I want to continue praying by saying, God, thank you that you offer us a way to connect with you that is real. And it's also beyond understanding in that there are so many of us, all of us are facing busy lives that are creating anxiety, that are causing stress. And you've said to us, hey, you can pray and I will give you, I wanna give you this amazing gift that you won't even believe, this peace. And it's gonna pass all understanding, you're not gonna understand it, but I wanna give you this unexplainable peace so that you will know without a shadow of a doubt that I am there and I'm a generous God, and I love you. Thank you, God, that that's who you are, that that's who we can trust, and we pray this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks again for listening. You can find out more about Love Lake Norman at lovelkn.org. If you live in our area, we would love to have you join us on Sunday. If you're not near our church, we want to encourage you to find a life-giving church to be a part of where you live. That will be a key next step on your spiritual journey. Please take a minute, subscribe to this podcast, and keep up to date with our weekly messages. And thanks again for joining the Love Lake Norman podcast.